There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example... Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 397, the box office report for the week ending July 29th. There. Summer's almost over. And I think that's the first time I've done that without my cheat sheet in oh, front of me. Look at you. Yeah. Summer is almost <laughs> over. July is almost over. That's true, yeah. Well, I mean, but kids when you go have, back to school. Yeah, when you have kids, the kids go back to school so early yeah. now that I think ours go back on the 12th of uh, August. Yeah, it's like mid-August for me. Yeah. Can you believe Halloween is next week? I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Christmas, so they're going to start playing Christmas music next month, right? Yeah. Oh, don't even worry. Yeah. That's for, actually, that's for the subscribers who don't listen to this the week it comes out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be all spun around. Oh, <laughs> uh, how was your Valentine's Day? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess we could uh, start by going around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. I'm Paul. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. I'm not even going to explain Paul because he's been on enough. I feel like you either know or you don't. So, and if you don't know, now you know. I'm yeah, a semi semi regular, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Uh, shameless plugs. Uh, don't forget, we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. I would try and see if we have an iTunes review, but I can't get my iTunes to work anymore. Oh, I guess that's on me. I'll look. Oh, yeah. You always cheat anyway. I do but, not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I can't get it. Like it. It's like it says. Type in your password. It won't work. I do. I forgot my password. I put in a new password, and then the next time I log in, it's like that password isn't right. I don't even keep <laughs> iTunes on my computer anymore because it's such a virus itself. Like if you don't have Apple products, like right. if you're a PC person, you don't need iTunes. You yeah. know what I mean? I know a lot of people depend on it for backups in their store or whatever. But yeah. for me, I you know I have some Apple devices, and I would use it to like just hook up and do one thing every once in a while. But now I'm like, I just don't want it infecting. I literally only use it to see if we have it reviews. Is, yeah. That's all I use it for. So. Because it's like it has stuff running all the time and it pops up and it just it seems to like infect your computer. And you never have the latest version. No. Right. No. I, I don't know. Like, it lets, it, it's interrupted downloads of its updates <laughs> to tell me there's an update. <laughs> no, you could close it after just updating it and using it and then open it immediately and there'd be a new version. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what screwed it up for me is because I had said no to updates for oh. so long. 
that like I, it's still like Steve Jobs was still alive. Yeah, did I went. Did you read one from May twenty fourth? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then uh, of course he did. It's almost Christmas. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Groundhog's Day. Come on. So from, uh, from Corbin the Bishop. Yes, we read okay. that one. Right. So, but he got a double mention now. Congratulations. Well, there you go. How could yeah. you forget Corbin the Bishop? It's very easy. Who for me also to get sounds all like a WWE wrestler <laughs> <laughs> with the with the in quotation marks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so he's actually a bishop. It's the bishop. It's the the he doesn't <laughs> right, yeah. want to take full credit. He's on. actually yeah. Corbin a bishop, <laughs> right? But he calls him <laughs> the. He hopes to one day be the only be the bishop. The bishop. Yeah. So that's the progression. It goes Corbin a bishop. <laughs> Corbin the bishop, and then if you really, if you stay in school, you eat all your vegetables. Corbin the bishop, right? See that's yeah, with a with a capital th. Correct. E. I, I think it's fair to say though that he is the bishop of this show. Like we don't have. I mean, if there was an official bishop, sure, it would probably not? have to be him. Sure, yeah, go for it. I don't know who's the guy that that, that messages us and is like, "Hey, stop being so mean to the Christian well, movies." I don't know. Yes. I don't know that he's a bishop, but yeah, he. But probably, he should be our bishop. He, yeah, is oh. what I'm saying. Oh, okay. He 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 should be our. Bishop. I don't know that he listens anymore. Is that Michael? I think. Uh, Did we finally I run him out? I, well, I haven't heard from him in months. Oh no, maybe we, we just haven't said anything horribly offensive. Yeah. Let's be honest. I doubt okay, that. that's yeah. fair. Tell that's us, fair. tell I us talk, if you still listen, because I mean, we hope that you do, and we don't want to scare you away. But I know that we heard from you know regularly in comments. Uh, shares is it and, Tonkovic? Yeah. Michael Tonkovic? I don't think that's him. It might have been. It was. It's one. Of, I believe it's Michael yeah, okay. something, and uh, I just can't think of the name right now. But yeah, hopefully you're still there. Let us know. Yeah. Hopefully it didn't go the way of Disneyland, Matt. I know. Yeah, it just dropped off the face of the planet. <laughs> I feel like we must have done something. He was sharing every week, yep. and like, and then just poof, he was gone. gone. Oh. And See, he was our end for Disneyland. He too. was. Yeah. No was, more Dole Whip. It was. Although I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I was a little relieved when he went away because every week in the League of Show Shares, I would make up a new Disney themed <laughs> profession for him. That's, That's right. And yeah. so, like you know, one week he was in charge of the the Dole Whips. The next week he was in charge of you know removing all the rapist animatronics from Jungle Cruise. <laughs> and so I don't remember that one. I don't know. I see, but it's hard. <laughs> right. Right. It was hard every week to come up with a new one. You'll hear from him now. Yeah. So was he on dunk, Jungle Cruise? What's that? Nothing. Oh, okay. gotcha. <laughs> <Keep going. laughs> so he was dumping. Never mind. Yeah. So, uh, but and speaking of show sharers, you could be one. Uh, it's very easy. Just go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash real spoilers. And while you're there, join the League of Show Sharers by sharing an episode. People who were kind enough to share the show this week, Librarian Cynthia, Timmy, Timmy Tuzoons, Lane LeVanway, Travis Tewitt, Griffin Fox Smith, Julianne Jordan, Brent Smith, Chris Magic Man, Ralph Tribble, Zach Bach. Uh, Tammy Sherman Powers, Jason Weesey, Troy Anspaugh, Dustin at Nerds at Night Gaming, Musings of a Cosplay Witch, Chris James, Tom Comiskey, and Richard Lawson. So thank you very much for sharing the show. Linnea Thunsell also loved my joke. Well, good. There's yes. one. <laughs> that's, that's a new record. Congratulations. Yeah, that's what I'm just saying. That's an all-time high. Should so. we mention everybody that enjoyed each joke on our podcast? From no, the just week? my jokes. <laughs> it's just Linnea Thunsell. That's well, it. that's true. It's Since it's so it. rare, yeah. we'll just mention shows. Okay. So, uh, so there. That is all that. I guess uh, we will turn our eyes to the box office. Kevin has his abacus at the ready. Kevin. I do, Tom. And I think it's no surprise that this weekend, number one at the box office is the movie of the week, Mission Impossible Fallout. It made $61 million dollars estimated at the box office um that seems, seems, that seems light. light that seems really light especially since they're shutting down movie pass over this mo- movie man and goodbye movie pass. what a mess i mean seriously like they they 
first of all, on Thursday, they ran... No, Friday. Because I... Thursday, they ran out of money. Yeah. Oh. Thursday, they ran out of money and nothing would work. So people couldn't go see their Thursday night previews and all that stuff. And then Friday, it was still messed up, but they fixed it like mid-Friday. And then they deactivated Mission Impossible. Like <laughs> so, instead of their new thing, they did was surge pricing. So it's three to seven dollars to see a premium movie, or I mean, like but a everything new movie. was premium. Like that's so. I did that for well, what did we do last week? Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia, here we go again. Okay, so okay, so the Equalizer, yeah. a ten o'clock showing, <laughs> ten a.m. What did we no, see no, last week? Mamma Mia, the other movie. Okay. Ten p.m. on a Thursday got like the upcharge, yeah. and I'm just like. But it's the same thing. I mean, Come 10 a.m. 10 a. on a Friday morning with four people in theater had it like That's so. Right, they, like, it's their way of not raising monthly rates, but raising rates. And so they did the premium. What, I got to ask, yeah. what's the surge pricing on a 10 a.m. Friday morning screen? It was three, it was no, it's th- the same as three bucks. So I mean, you can see the movie for five. Yes, like <laughs> but in, in our Good market. Point. So in okay. in New York, L.A., you know, a morning movie is probably twelve bucks. Gotcha. And so three is better than twelve. But, sure, so, but no we get screwed because okay get this so mission impossible fallout is blacked out across the board so again they reinstated so they paid them on friday they got their money and their processing back up but they left mission impossible completely deactivated so it's usually no imax no fancy seats just it's like basic 2d you right. know whatever but they left everyone blacked out they said this premium screening is not supported which is bs i mean so um but then i go to see my movie and you know i'm pissed off of course i'm like this is crazy i'm going to see another you know regular showing my tickets are five dollars and movie pass won't let me buy a ticket <laughs> it's five dollars like so i would I mean, three dollars would have been ridiculous, but right. the fact is that they won't even let me use this service to see a five dollar movie. I, so I, it, I don't. I it don't went know. from free movies to it's a coupon book, right? To yeah. it's a Macy's coupon. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen? <laughs> the, oh my yes. god! Yeah, <laughs> it's bigger. It's like more than half of the bottom of the coupon. Right? Yeah. No name brands. No. I, I have some S and H green stamps. Can I get into the movie? <laughs> right. Yes, you can. Yeah. Movie pass guys, stay out. Yeah. So. Does anybody but me know what green stamps are? No. I mean, yeah. Are those the Books where you collected the stamps and then turned them in for discounts. every time you yeah. went to the supermarket, yeah. they gave it to yeah. them, and they were not self adhesive. So uh-huh. yeah, you got to lick that stuff back then. Millions that's of how, kids in this country were poisoned. That's how that's how George yeah. Costanza killed his killed his fiance. That's right. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that was actually an episode of the Brady Bunch. Remember, they were saving up their green stamps. Oh, for, really? I think they had a different name for them, but they were saving up their stamps yeah. for yeah. to get something or other. But that's funny. I will tell you. So, I mean, obviously, this is a cost-cutting measure. It's, I mean, it, all this is to do is because they knew Mission Impossible would hit. Oh yeah, it would sell. It, it would cost them millions of dollars, literally, to buy tickets to this thing. And I'll tell you what: when I went to see this movie, it was two thirty on a Saturday, so not a Friday night, not a Saturday night. Two thirty, middle of the afternoon. Five other showings around the theater and other things, and it was packed. I have not seen a movie. I mean, we see a movie every week, and sure. I have not seen a movie packed like this in a long time. So I, I'll tell you what, I, that probably would have put them under. If I, I have to believe them. they're good. I give them a month. Well, the like, problem if, with the business model has always been, which we've already seen start to take place, is that if it works and if it's effective, 
the movie theater chains will just co-opt it. Right. Which AMC did. Which well, AMC right, that's did. what I'm saying. And AMC did it. But it's like, but if it's going to work, they'll just do it and keep all the money themselves. Yeah. yeah why Why spend money on a third party? Well, right. the, thing is, right the, the thing is, there's a lot of cost to create an app like that. There's a lot of cost to maintain an app like that. Sure. That's why the bi- it's AMC, the huge corporation, the biggest theater chain in the world. I mean, Are they're they? doing Are it. They? Yeah. I think, okay. Yeah. I, they, I, I have no idea. Uh, you know, they're doing it because they can. They can put that cost. Up, and like, theirs is more expensive, though. Theirs is more expensive, but, but no better. limits. Yeah, it's, right. Uh, it and it will work. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah I, I, don't I saw don't worry about t- it going down. I, I think there th- are limits. I think it's three movies a month. Right. No, three a week. Oh, three a but, week. But I mean, oh. that's three out of seven days of the week. If you can see a movie seven days of the week. And I by the way, good luck finding three good movies <laughs> worth going to <laughs> every <laughs> week. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Do that's, they, do they re- repeat viewings? That was, that's what yeah. where I was exactly. Yeah. No, like, no limits other than three a week. Okay. Mm. I can go see a 3D IMAX at 10 p.m. Friday night, $20 ticket, and my $20 a month for three a week covers, I mean, one ticket. Yeah. Costs. Uh, but anyway, that's how I saw it. So I have AMC, too. I tried it out. First of all, I know it. Movie Pass is going under. So I'm right. like, well, I'll get used to AMC now. And I just used my AMC, bought the ticket. I could have seen IMAX, 3D, I, you know, no limits. And I even tweeted at him because uh, Movie Pass put this ridiculous, ridiculous tweet up. I saw that. And it was like that. They, what yeah, a bunch of they, a-holes. For people who haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah, it's like basically mocking AMC's Yeah, they're like, equivalent. oh, way to, way to copy off of us, and it's more expensive. And you can't Good see luck. as many movies, and it works. <laughs> one, one, <laughs> one, one fourth of the available screenings, 40% more of the price. Yeah, right. Yeah. Can you reserve seats yeah. ahead of time? Yeah. Oh, man. How I'm far in advance? Switch. That's the question. Anytime you want. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I can reserve a week in advance. I mean, within the week, I think. I mean, I think AMC is. owes us money for this portion. Yeah, yeah, I know. Show. Yeah, but seriously though, so you spend ten more dollars than Movie Pass, and you get IMAX, 3D reservations. No, see a movie every you know three times a week, and right. the right to pay twenty dollars for popcorn. That's true. Uh, they have a but po- in fairness, you had that with Movie Pass. Yeah. <laughs> and, and AMC has the uh, annual popcorn bucket, so you just pay ten bucks. Uh, I'm sorry, twenty dollars at the beginning of the year, ten dollars if you get it halfway through the year, you get your popcorn included in that, and it's four dollar refills. Okay, unlimited. So four hey, bucks a time. Explain this to me about Movie Pass. Yeah. Thursday, we are out of money. We cannot give you anything for any movie you go to. Friday, okay, we can give you money. They took where a, where did they that took money a, come from? They took a loan. They took a loan. Letter of credit. In 24 yeah. hours, they went to a bank, mm-hmm. and a bank gave it to them? <laughs> I'm sure the bank's like, yeah. you can have it, because guess what? We're going to own you in a month when you can't pay Who wants to back. own that? That's, right. Yeah, I guess that's true. Well, someone will buy the... I mean, another theater chain will just buy it and yeah, then use I, all their technology and call uh, it... Right. Call it... Uh, cine, or whatever. Cine Regal. Ticket or Regal something. ticket. Or, yeah. or, yeah. or even keep the movie pass name since it's already branded. Yeah. That's true. And actually charge... And actually have a function yeah. consistently. So, I wonder... That, that'd be, like, I wonder if a local... Because that's nationwide, but I, like in St. Louis, I wonder if like Landmark and STL Cinemas teamed up. Well, Landmark's national. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, then it doesn't yeah. matter. I thought like because STL Cinemas, I guess, is our only local chain. But well, they like, have two, three. Okay. Well, four. 
Yeah, I mean they could never afford. No, it. not at all. Yeah. But I thought if they partnered with somebody, yeah, and I don't know, someone will with... someone will scoop it up because it works. And I mean, if if a company like AMC is adopting this, I mean, and you know they're they're not going to invest in it if they thought, oh, it's a it's sure a, Marcus. Would hello, Marcus it. Movie yeah, Pass. Exactly. Yeah, it, you know they they own a lot. They're a big chain. Right. So yeah, that could be it. But anyway, so it will be interesting to see what this continues to do. But yeah, I I agree. It, it seems sixty one seems a little light, but it's yeah. also odd that. Because Mission Impossible has always been, even when Tom Cruise is at his lowest point in popularity. The mummy. Yeah, right. That's what he's but, coming off of, But though. Mission Impossible movies seem to be ab- above that. Yeah. Like, they seem to be immune to that. But also, Mission Impossible is really good. Like, yeah, it's, it's getting rave reviews. So even if you're like... I'm not sure if I trust Tom Cruise anymore. The movie's at what, like 95% on Rotten Tomatoes oh, or yeah. something like that? Yep. So, I mean, I, I, like, you would think people would go ahead. I don't know. I, I think we're maybe just a little bit skewed because of all the, like, the superhero openings. We're used to movies opening at $200 million because right. uh, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, the fifth movie and the one right before this, opened to 55 So this already oh, beat so it. Oh, okay. And, that, yeah. and, and, this, and uh, that ended up at $700 million worldwide on a 150 So, I mean, this is on pace to do better just by opening. So, right. You know, I think we're just like, you know, we used to, you know, 120, 100, <laughs> 220 million dollar opening weekend. Yeah. So when we see 60, we're like, oh, and we think yeah. well, this is a huge movie. It should do 100. And, you and know. yeah, and comic books have really skewed it to where you're yeah. like, oh, that's weird. Because, I mean, Spider-Ham opened uh, 300 million dollars. <laughs> yeah. you know, they can get anything. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know, that's happening, right? Are they really making a Spider-Ham movie? He's going to be in that edge of the Spider-Verse. <laughs> I, I swear to God. That trailer looked pretty good. Though. I know. Yeah. I. It looks decent. I just, it, the animation weirds me I out think that they're doing the, stop the, motion CG. It, I'm like, yeah. why are they doing it's this? Like, it's something I've never seen. The animation's unlike anything I've ever seen. And they're going to have all of these different, like, Spider-Man Noir, Spider-Punk, yeah. Spider-Ham, Spider-Gwen, That's Miles cool. Morales, Peter Parker. Yeah. I was like, yeah, let's I know, do it. I like the concept. I think the thing is, is that when you go to the movie theater and you're... Like when you're going to the theater, you're expecting top notch animation. And so when you see a theatrical released film, not a straight to video, not a TV movie, not a TV show, you just and you see that animation, which is a little more it just doesn't look as polished. Uh-huh, it, uh-huh. it just makes you think like, oh, why are they doing that? So that's the only thing. Uh, uh-huh. But the content could be good. And I could mean, be. yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. see. So anyway, yeah. Uh, could you imagine. So, you know, he was going to be Spider-Man. Who's that? Tom Cruise. Oh wow! Yeah, and like like a million years ago. Yeah, when he was twenty. Canon, Canon Films had the rights. <laughs> Toby yeah. Hooper, rest in peace, was going to direct it, oh. and Tom Cruise was going to be Peter Parker. You sure it wasn't Steven Spielberg directing it? No, not for no. Canon Films. Oh. <laughs> well, but, you still got a Toby-based Spider-Man. That's yeah, true. You there did. You go. Yeah, yeah. It, it contractually, a while had later, to have yeah, a Toby. Like, yeah. you got to have a Toby in this movie. So, uh, Mission we, Impossible Fallout had a one hundred and seventy-eight million dollars budget. So they upped the budget about twenty-eight million dollars from the last one. That's Henry Cavill right there. Yeah, there you go. That's what it is. So, and the mustache, the mustache <laughs> yeah. that sunk a thousand ships. <laughs> we'll have to see. We'll we'll get into that one next time. But uh, coming in at number two is Mamma Mia. Here we go again. So the movie from last week, and I think Joe's. Did you say of the year favorite of the decade? Was that? I said nothing of the sort. Oh, I can't remember. It was one of the two, but it was I remember, neither one. I remember, of the two. I remember Joe called it a movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. It's on. It's it, yes. yes. They filmed it. It was projected and reached yeah. the other <laughs> wall. True, yeah. It was in focus. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, so. 
but that one brought in 15.3 million which is a 56 percent drop from opening weekend it is now at 70 million dollars domestic and uh, 65 million dollars overseas so we're up to around 130 on a 75 million dollar budget so greece would turn out like that well, did they? Fi- I mean, they just filled the other. Like, you have to go see this movie. Yeah. It's the law. <laughs> it's the law. But it's I, part of their austerity <laughs> measures. The odd thing is that they filmed on the WB back. That's lot, right. Apparently. Yeah. So well, they I, didn't tell the people yeah, in Greece okay. that. They, yeah. Those people are like, oh, it's home. Wait a minute. That's, <laughs> it doesn't. Home, that's not over there. Wait. That, <laughs> Why is the Batmobile in this movie? <laughs> If you go to Greece and tell everybody they have to go to the movie theater, they go, oh, Nia Vardalos finally made another movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. You're so, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, Tom. That's yeah. why we bring Paul on to give you someone to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, that one's making money. Number three, The Equalizer 2, $13.6 million is a 62% drop for that one in its second week. And that is now at almost $64 million. And uh, $62 million budget on that one, uh, $3 million overseas. So. What a disappointment that movie is. Oh really? See, I kind of dug it. it. You did? Yeah. yeah. I, I expect more. Paul's <laughs> like, okay, cool. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, when I rated it, I gave it a six point five. So I'm not saying it's a horrible movie, right. but I expect more from Denzel Washington. I guess I was so bored in the first one that well, yeah. I, Do you I was surprised more? I wasn't more bored in this one, and so I, I can't believe you, you were know. bored by that first one. Do I you thought expect it was more awesome. out of Denzel in an action movie, though? I expect yeah. Denzel okay. in every movie. But I mean, to like, I, I yeah. think what, like Denzel in Training Day is a different Denzel than you're going to get in the Equalizer. Like, I yeah, feel like Training ex- Day was a passion project. Equalizer was a paycheck. I just expect more from him because That's he's fair. one of our best actors. Yeah. I don't. I don't disagree. He's starting I mean, to look old, though. He is old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he's starting to look it. You're not allowed to do that. It's weird. Like, so you know that that roast of Bruce Willis is coming up, right, on Comedy Central, and he stands up, and I'm just like. Yeah, he still looks like Bruce Willis. And then you look at Denzel, you're like, you put a little, little, little fluff in there, buddy. What's, what are you doing? But like Bruce Willis still looks like he, he could, was. It, I, there was a couple shots in the Equalizer too, where he just really kind of had little haunch. The, the old man shoulders, uh-huh. you know. But I feel like he's the same age as Bruce, right? Like they're he's pretty roughly yeah. mid sixties. But, but Bruce has shaved his head now for twenty years, and like you know, he I got mean, out he's in front kind of it. He got he owned I guess it. That's where true. Denzel, but he still like he still looks like he's in fairly like he doesn't look like an old man. Like I feel like Denzel is starting oh, to. Oh, get I don't think that. he looks like an old man. I think he just looks. And by the way, he in this movie he's supposed to be a guy who's That's kind of true. retired from sure. the business and wants to go home and read a book. So That's you know right. it's fiction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he just wants to sit around and and keep an eye on people, but not really do much. It's it's like I said last week. You know that the character is supposed to be old because there's an entire <laughs> scene where he does nothing but eat soup. <laughs> that's right. And that's, I'm not even joking. Nope, that's a total no, scene in this that movie. That happened. You're correct. Yeah. Wow. Sitting at a table eating, soup. eating some soup. Can't yeah. wait to rush out to the theater and movie past that one before it goes. Under. <laughs> yeah, you may as well. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna add some use, great action beats. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm gonna use the crap out of my movie pass <laughs> in the next. You know because I know. Hopefully, not if, long. The, if nothing's blocked out. Yeah. Luckily, it, it, luckily it, you can e ticket anything. You want so i mean hopefully they don't hopefully movie pass isn't listening it doesn't turn that off but <laughs> you could have e-passed um mission impossible but there's only one theater in the area and like it didn't mesh with my times or whatever but uh that's kind of cool so and yeah. i heard around the country everyone else said too the e-ticket works where you can it use didn't it didn't work so. where i went what is the e-ticket electronic like yeah, you just reserve going, it through the phone instead of like i thought it was all through the phone i don't know you, I've never you buy it. it through the phone like usually you have a credit card that it loads the funds on oh okay and you swipe it at the theater but this one is like show them your phone you just bought it through the phone okay yeah why wouldn't everyone do that 
What's that? The e- Why would you go there and swipe it at the theater if you can do it on your phone ahead of time? No, only one theater in the mar- in our market even has that capability. Oh, I, see. I, I see. would do that every time if yeah. I could. But yeah, AMC has their own system, and so they're not meshing with movie passes, e-ticket system. I see. And yeah, it's the B&B theater, which are nice around here. Just they're limited it's in showtime. It's way and far away they're from starting me. To sh- they're not that old, but they're starting to show their age. This one down in Wildwood. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah. Like huh. the seats are getting a little beat up, and, and they got moths. <laughs> yeah, flying in front of the same thing here. I went and saw. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. The, it, it is distracting because I went and saw Hotel Transylvania three with my son. He Did really, he enjoy it? Yeah, he loved it. He oh, loved your son has horrible taste, and in movies. you thought bats were flying at you? Yeah, right. And I was, <laughs> yeah. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it kept flying in front of the screen. I'm like, damn it, that's so distracting <laughs> because it's it's lit up, you know, and the screen's reflecting off of it. And it's all bright and stuff. But um, anyway, but I I think they're fairly nice. It's just yeah, they were the first ones in our area to get the leather reclining seats like they were ahead of amc yeah. ahead of market like they were the first and to so, where every theater had it too like it wasn't just like yeah one, like oh one, every one room had yeah. it. ever been to yeah. and so those are so far away from me I've yeah been yeah but so they're the oldest now since they were first and since they have an updated now they're starting to you know they don't have that new car smell like the other theaters. Trust basically. me, those other theaters don't have it either. Yeah, well, not the not the ones you go <laughs> <It's> to. <true. laughs> Tom, let me ask you, in Equalizer 2, why does the climactic scene have to be in a hurricane? Because it's cooler that way. <laughs> what? Yeah, the yeah. whole end of the movie is in a hurricane. Yeah, no. like the, whole, well, the whole movie's building to that. There's weather reports. Yeah. Through, that's another way you know it's a movie for old people. They're telling you the weather <laughs> yes. for the whole film. I mean, exactly. I yeah. feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone. We did a movie called Hurricane Heist. Yeah, but this, this one is place. actually done way better. <laughs> yeah, this is better than Hurricane Heist. But. So how did this get made? Did Hurricane Heist? And then every next episode, they try to get an interview with either the director, the writer, a star. Of Hurricane Heist? And so they did an interview. Uh, it's I think it's it's uh, Mark Harris that does them. Or, or no, who is it? Not no, that's the author that does books. Um, Blake Blake Harris maybe. Yeah, uh, it's like the, one and, of their. And, yeah. yeah, and so he interviewed the writer of Hurricane Heist. The guy wrote the script in a week. I mean, good like, for him. And made a page. Uh, like yeah, they right. Because he knocked he, out a script in a week and got paid. They for had it. a script. Oh, they had two versions of a script and they brought him in and he read it and he he went in front of all the execs and he didn't think he was going to get the job because they're like, so what do you think of this? And he said, I just was honest. He said, I think this is they were like, oh, thank goodness we did, too. So they had him rewrite it. They gave, <laughs> this him, a, is, it is they like, gave him a week. And I mean, he whipped that movie together in a week. So that's, it's like the Kevin Smith story about it. Superman. Yeah. We're like they they brought him in. They're like, we want you. We want to Warner Brothers is like, we want to work with you. And uh we're going to throw some scripts your way and you just tell me what you think. And one was like a Twilight Zone episode uh, that they're returning into a movie. One was Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. Yeah. <laughs> and then the third one was Superman. And he was like, well, I, I want Superman. And they're like, well, that's got so many people. Like, there's so many hoops you got to jump through. He's like, well, he's like, you guys, you just take it, read it and bring it back and tell us what you think. And he's like, I read it and it was awful. He was like, it was like a Batman 66 version of a Superman script. He's like, so, so I go back. I told him it was it sucked. Like, you know, I don't. Can you get your money back from this script? It was terrible. And they're like, well, what would you do? And he's like, I wasn't prepared for that question. And then he wrote. And that's how he wrote the script. Interesting. That's how he got the job okay. for Superman. Gotcha. Huh. That never got made. Right. Rest in peace, John Schnapp. He still got paid. Oh, he got paid. Yeah. So anyway, you uh, can make a lot. You can have a lucrative career <laughs> working in Superman movies that never, never get got made. made. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole. It's a whole niche right there yeah. for you yeah. out there. 
So anyway, uh, the Equalizer just about uh, hitting its budget, which of course we know they don't get all that money. So I, you know, I don't know. I never would have expected the Equalizer to be a huge hit, though. So like, I don't know what they expected. It's. I think it's another that. example of them overestimating the mm-hmm. appeal of the film by judging by the fact that they released it in July. Yeah, yep. like, this seems... should have been like a March. Absolutely, yep. that seems so odd. Or to September. Have... Right, yeah. Have that big of a budget, release it in summer around the blockbusters, and then it, like, I don't, like, it made... swallowed up. Yeah, it's at 65 million-ish domestic, and, like, to me, that seems good, but not based on the budget, so it just... Well, when you're putting up against Ant-Man, Skyscraper, Mission Impossible, like, it's all in the same top 10 yeah movies. and the equalizer 2 does not have the appeal of even us uh, no. you know those other ones so anyway uh speaking of hotel transylvania 3 that one is in the fourth place position this week uh with 12.4 million dollars a 48 percent drop in week five that movie is up to 120 million dollars domestic another 127 overseas so we're approaching the 240 250 on an 80 million dollar budget so transylvania Great. really showed up they did they, they did. came, came out, out droves like, yeah it's <laughs> It's their Mamma Mia. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, it, it's that's really surprising to me that uh, that Teen Titans movie, which uh, that came in at number five, but that opened wide this weekend and was beat in the fifth week by Hotel Transylvania. That just, I think I think that that Teen Titans, I think that, again, they overestimated that audience. Yeah. That was going to show. It's such I mean, a popular show. for the, like, Is it? Yeah, I mean, okay. kids, I, I have no idea. So, is kids? this really a theatrical release, or is this just? I them think this is re- extra money relaunching a TV show. Like no, they'll they'll do no, that. Like it, like Power, Powderpuff Girls had a movie and it like re, kind of relaunched. No, the TV I mean, show I, I, they, no, no. This was, I mean, this is a popular TV show, and they like made a feature movie that was like they've been hyping it up for a while now. And Nicholas Cage's Superman is in this movie. <laughs> well, that's, that's hilarious <laughs> so yeah i don't know i mean it just seems interesting that hotel transylvania in week five didn't beat opening of Teen yeah. titans go i but feel like hotel transylvania has more drawing power well clearly i well, well i mean yeah. just like, what I led mean, you to third, that decision the <laughs> <money's>, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, i i just feel like teen titans go does not have legs well you know what i guess it's the same thing with like the superhero movies where you know thursday friday night front loaded i mean they do big openings but then everyone that wanted to see it saw it but i mean if it's amazing they'll keep going but otherwise it's it's front loaded it's spectacular well then spider-man's in it or sensational probably (laughs) spider-man's still in it then but uh what it's web what if it's web web of of. What now, Kevin? Then it's a musical? I don't know. <laughs> I, I have no idea. So uh, number five, uh, Teen Titans Go, the movie, made $11.3 million. So just barely under Hotel Transylvania this week. Uh, but let's see. Did that open? Nope. No money overseas yet. So it had a $10 million budget they put on it, though. So, I mean. I think this was a, a DVD movie that they were just through in theaters. I, maybe I, it was, I but they so just, too, yeah. they've been planning it. for. I mean, like, I've heard about it for over a year now though like it, it just seems like they've been trying to make it a theatrical movie you know it didn't seem like a real quick one but i don't know who knows what's behind it but small budget so they'll make their money back and then they probably will air it or whatever it'll be on the dc universe streaming oh thing. maybe it will yeah because yeah. it is warner brothers so you're right number six ant-man and the wasp in week four made 8.9 million dollars a 46 percent drop bringing its total to 183.6 million dollars domestic and another almost 200 million dollars overseas so we're in the 380 range on a 120 million dollar budget i believe we said <laughs> it's funny they never update it but i you know i remember we looked it up on wikipedia but usually by week four or five whatever they 
they update the web page every time I look at it. I'm like, not listed. What <laughs> Does that have the exact same poster as Rogue Nation? No. Look at the poster for Rogue Nation. The same. For the, the or last, Fallout or Rogue Nation? No, Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation? Yeah. Okay. You had it up. That's why I said it. I guess you closed it. <laughs> I closed it right after we talked about it. Yeah, sorry. So uh, for the listeners out there, uh, I thought it was exciting. almost the exact same. <laughs> I, thought, I thought they just copied the poster. Um, yeah, so for all the listeners out there, Google Rogue Nation. Okay, uh, that poster is very similar. It's the Fallout. Yeah. So let's see. Nope, sorry. One goes top left to bottom oh, right. Sorry. The other one goes top right to <laughs> bottom left. Same color scheme, Joe. same everything. Yeah. Well, someday look up movie posters that look alike, <laughs> and you can have yeah. a field day on that. I mean, I, and there's then, only... there, yeah, there's been no, you know, so the Fox thing went down. It's done. They, all, almost. All, well, I mean, the, 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 the shareholders agreed. Yeah, the board approved it. So now, now you just need the government to approve now, it. Now they then, just need James Gunn. And then to maybe James Gunn can yeah. get his job. The, um, I read that the biggest hurdle with the government uh, approved it. So I oh, mean, there's it? still some approval left, right. but their biggest hurdle has been approved. So it should be smooth sailing. You know, it's funny when you look back at. I heard that to get government approval, they insisted that Zack Snyder not be allowed to make a Marvel movie. Is that true? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was in the contract. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure Kevin Feige was like, where do I sign? Yeah. yeah. Done. Not a problem. So they're looking at the first half of 2019 to yeah. have this deal closed. So right before uh, Avengers, which means they can tag on whatever they want at the end of that movie. That would be, in- if if that's true and they do it, that would be insane to be like, oh, by the way, here's the fantastic. Yeah, podcast. I don't, I don't think they'll film something, but they'll probably do one of those text tags, like you know, whatever, or with, or, or with I mean, the logo. Yeah, you know, well, not a, even that. I mean, the 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 ending for Infinity War was the Nick Fury calling Captain Marvel, right? You exactly. Know, so I think they'll be, do something like that. They'll tag something like because they're not going to have obviously the the cast and no, the look they and won't the have costumes, the cast, but yeah. they'll have the logo or something. That'll be pretty yeah. big, I'm sure. That's so. Uh, I you know I was looking back at just a. All of the p things people have said, and it's just like okay, so you need in to, history. I mean, yeah. for for the for the Disney and Marvel family <laughs> at this very point, time consuming. Where it's just wow. like your main guy for this whole franchise is a convicted felon. Mm-hmm. You, Sarah Silver, you know, Batista Wait. broke somebody's neck. Like it's just huh? yeah, he he snapped John Cena's neck in half with a power bomb. But, but I, mean, like, I mean, but that doesn't no, mean but he's I'm a saying, criminal. No, I, that's fair. But I'm just like, Robert Downey Jr. is a convicted felon. Oh, right. You know, Sarah Silverman. Tim Allen, anybody? Yeah. The yeah, voice of Toy, oh, in Toy right. Story? Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I, there's... Uh, it's Sarah sure. Silverman and the same... Eddie Murphy. If you're going to dig up people's past, yeah. Go watch Eddie Murphy's stand-up from the 80s. Tell me... <laughs> right. And, and wasn't he in the Haunted Mansion for Disney, a kid's right. movie? Well, well he, he was the he, voice of the of Mushu. Donkey. Yeah, and, Mushu. Oh, of, yeah. And, and that yeah. Mulan. I mean, seriously, guys. Like, if you're going to dig up people's past, there are so many celebrities that have said so many terrible things. Right. But when they're in a the context of jokes... Where, where you, I, I'm, I don't want to get back into all that. I'm just right. saying, like... Robert Downey Jr. went to jail right, for breaking yeah. into somebody's house with a gun, running around naked. You know, like he's his his past is pretty public, and they they keep him. Yeah. James Gunn sends a tweet ten years ago and apologizes for it, and just like fired. Well, yeah, it's a weird situation. Yeah. Yeah, it's very strange. Warner Brothers just here's like here's ten million dollars. 
write our Green Lantern movie, direct our Green Lantern movie. Just yeah. do whatever you did over here. Just do it again. I know. I, I, I said that. I was like, <laughs> I think I tweeted like, and meanwhile, DC, they're like, Omega Men. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Seriously, though, yeah. Green Lantern, though. He that's, where he, yeah. that's where but, he would go. But give him a bigger, you know, known franchise, though. Yes, and give, have him, him, give him Hal Jordan, who was basically Star-Lord. Yeah. Wow. Just do the same thing. Joel McHale is. <laughs> I would say Chris Pine. But Joel McHale also is yeah. a brilliant choice. Yeah, I'm yeah. still hope. I know it's a long shot, but I still really hope he comes home for that third movie. I mean, that was the they last can't, though. One. Like it's it's gonna it has mm. to start filming, like in two months. Yeah, but I mean they they can bring him back in two months. Yeah, that's within true. two. Months. I guess that's true. So we'll see what happens. But anywho, uh, back to the box office here. Uh, number seven, Incredibles two uh, in week seven, seven point five million is a thirty seven percent. Speaking drop. of dirt bags. John Lasseter, but he's already gone. <laughs> <laughs> They've already fired him. Well, I don't think he's gone yet. Oh, really? I think he's still on the line. He's on a leave of absence. That's what people are so mad about is that they've kept John Lasseter around this whole time, yet they fired James Gunn. And James I thought, Gunn I thought Lasseter was already gone. And Lasseter, people. by the way, leave of absence, still getting paid. Right. Oh, sure. Right. He's still an employee of the yeah. company as opposed to someone that tweeted 10 years ago. So, yeah, people yeah. have all brought this up. Go online. If you want to see, there's plenty <laughs> of discussion about this. But Incredibles 2 in week 7, uh, that's $7.5 million. Lots of sevens here. Uh, bringing it up to $573 million domestic. Joe, what's our worldwide or our sorry oh, overseas forgot. take? Uh, eight hundred thirteen. Uh, what is that? This that seems light on here, but uh, not your number. But uh, oh. <laughs> I was like, geez, yeah, three hundred eighty-three million dollars. So it maybe it hasn't quite caught up yet. But you know, usually the domestic is lower or they're split. But right. but it's at it's at almost four hundred. But you know what? Uh, uh. What's Brad Bird just took a photo either in China or Japan, uh, and he showed the cast there. He says that you know they've used the same voice cast from the original fourteen years ago, which was cool. But it was opening this weekend, so I guess it's oh. still rolling out, and that's why the number's a little low overseas. So I that, stand by my number. Though. That yeah, that will go up. But anyway, so three hundred eighty-three approaching four hundred this weekend. So we're at over nine hundred and fifty million dollars. How did Coco do? Was that a billion-dollar movie? I think it was. I think it was. I think it was. Or it was yeah. close if it was. Wasn't it was pretty close, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Was that, was that Pixar? Or was that Disney Animation? It's Pixar. Pixar. Okay. So yeah, here's, that, a, here's how you know. I saw it. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, look out! The Disney movies have been Shots good lately. Yeah. Like, I'm I mean, not an animated movie guy, but I but like Regga Ralph. I, I go see Pixar stuff. But, no, I don't. Regga Ralph is really good. Ralph is great. Okay, it's really yeah. good. It'll still be really good even if I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> but Paul, they need your they need your. But $6. the but the current Disney stuff is basically Pixar. I mean, it's it's at that caliber. Yeah, I mean, it's on the same level as Pixar. Okay, but fair enough. He's saying he makes an exception, and that's it. Is Pixar just because is it's it the is gold it standard. is it because of the storytelling, or is it because of the animation? It's like the same reason I don't go see all of the superhero movies, but I get sucked into the goddamn Superman <laughs> versus Batman. <laughs> oh, you picked the wrong one. I know, <laughs> which makes of me not want to go back and see more of them. Yeah, you picked the wrong one. Yeah, that's fair. I can't yeah. tell you how many times I've walked out of a James Bond movie saying, I can't believe they got me again. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but uh, coming in at number eight, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Still making money. $7 million is a 37% drop. That's at about $400 million domestic in week six. And that one is that one's approaching a billion overseas. It's $820 plus million overseas. So over $1.2 billion on a $170 million budget. I feel like the box office this year has been insane. 
insane. It is. This is a huge year. It's a massive I, we're in year. July, and they, it is already insane. Yeah. Like it's it's on track for a record year for sure. I think it's outpacing. Like as far as this point, it already is a record. Do year. Do we have any other massive budget? Oh, I guess we have Aquaman. Oh, and that's well, in November. Uh, I mean, there's like uh, we're gonna start getting an Oscar bait here in a little bit. There's that uh, one with the girl with the big eyes. It's like a looks like an oh, anime character, uh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of people involved. With Is that, that the Rodriguez one? one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is he um, directing that? Uh, I don't think that he's directing. I think he's just producing it. Okay. But then there's that. Isn't the uh, Immortal Engines or whatever? Is that? Oh, that's out that this new year? Peter Jackson one. Yeah, Is that, that this year. That's a. I thought it was this year. I, I, you know, I don't watch the trailer so i don't follow the releases okay so we got like closely, three but, fairly large but i think budget. there's a lot of big stuff like that coming out okay um and then oh at fantastic beasts is that a christmas release probably i would think so unless yeah. they're gonna do it next year but i no, they wouldn't put year. it they wouldn't have all of, they wouldn't have it at comic-con yeah i mean they no, might they but have, yeah. but yeah so i mean there's still some big stuff to come but yeah for, we're on track okay. for a record year certainly so yeah jurassic world fallen kingdom 1.2 billion that movie just making an insane amount of money so um, and you know what? I saw a trailer for Bumblebee. I don't know if that comes out Christmas too. That's another big. I gotta tell you, that doesn't look as bad as I thought it would. No, it looks better than the last. It looks better than the Transformers last four stuff. Transformers. Yeah, yeah so, it might benefit from trying to tell a smaller story. Yeah, yeah. and I don't think or, Michael or a story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's also <laughs> true. And I don't think <laughs> Michael Bay. He's not. He is directing it. John so, I mean, Cena's in it. Ugh. And it looks because like they couldn't, a cameo. They, because they couldn't get Marky Mark. And the trailer, he's in one <laughs> scene where he's like an army guy. Yeah. So like, I'm hoping that... See, when I when I heard John Cena was in it, I was thinking he was like that Mark Wahlberg character that's in the whole movie as the star. He might I be feel the like bad John guy Cena's that's chasing just down. A, yeah, like yeah. a little bit part, which is... That but it's, might be they better. got the... Who's the gal from uh, True Grit? Oh. Catherine Hepburn? No. She, uh, the, uh, Haley Steinberg. Yes. Haley Ste- she's, she's the girl. She's the girl. I was wondering because she's kind of hasn't done that many movies. She's been well, doing she, music. She did New Mutants that got canned. Oh, okay. But like she's obviously she was 12 or 13 in True Grit. Mm-hmm. So like she's grown up since then and I couldn't place yes, that's her. That's how time works. <laughs> All right. But usually, <laughs> you usually see, actors you, do movies every year. Did you see The Edge of 17? No. Man, that was good. That She's in that. It's okay. her and Woody Harrelson. And it's it's very like it's that age. It's It's that coming of age story where it's just like I'm far enough away from it where i was like i don't really identify with this movie at all but it's really good what was it age of 17 Ed- edge 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 of 17 oh with, yeah yeah, yeah. With woody harrelson and her and it's kind of, like it's kind of funny at the same time yeah yeah it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good very good very good you gotcha. should check it out yeah okay. she's, she's cool. you great should in see it. eighth grade yeah that's What's really good oh really yeah. Yeah. yeah that's one of the best movies of the year yeah, yeah. it was really I good agree. bo burnham's directorial debut oh yeah, yeah. yeah okay okay about an eighth grade girl like he wrote it he directed it, it it's, is it's so good it's hard like to bo believe burnham. that it was written by a man yeah interesting yeah and that performance by this girl oh, so Elsie fisher you're yeah. gonna hear that name a lot in the yeah. next few years yeah yeah so it's it is amazing yeah. now there's a similar see. movie out where it's a it's about a middle school girl who uh puts together a heist and that's Ocean's eighth grade, <laughs> and you don't want to see that one. That sounds awful. I yeah. would, I would watch that movie. Though. I mean, <laughs> so I, would I. I yeah, that fantastic. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch that movie if it comes out. So anyway, uh, Jurassic World making all the money despite being trash. And number nine, Skyscraper, a movie that wishes it had some Jurassic World money. Yeah, five point four million is a fifty-two percent drop in week three. Not even sixty million. Fifty-nine point two million dollars domestic and uh, overseas. I don't remember it having too much money, but apparently, uh, it's not even on my charts here he's coming back he's coming back he's gonna wrestle 
Yeah, because the skyscraper fell yeah, through. Wrestle, I guess, wrestle, so he's yeah. going to be on Raw on Monday, yeah. and he's going to. The, the rumor is he's going to wrestle Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 35. You know when the Rock goes back to the squared <laughs> circle right. that <laughs> he had a movie that didn't yeah, do quite as yeah. well as he wanted. But uh, anyway, uh, skyscraper had a 125 million dollar budget. It has made 166 million overseas now, which we didn't have that number before. So I guess the foreign box office, who it was clearly made for, came out to see it. So to over 220 million dollars. That actually seems low because the movie was targeted for the entire nation of China. Right. Yes. I mean, that we, yeah. we, you could tell. Yeah. yeah. 1.3 billion people who <laughs> yeah. should have seen this right. movie. No, it's half def- of them are in it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's definitely light. But we mentioned on the review. I mean, it clearly was a uh, you know made for the foreign market. And uh, but when we when it opened, I don't think it was there yet, and the number was really light. And we're like, oh boy, but. You know, so 200, 221 in week three on a 125, so it's made its money back. So at least it's not... Uh, you it's know. not tanking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we'll see what that continues to do. Um, but rounding out the top 10, uh, the first purge making $2.2 million, a 55% drop, bringing that, that total to $65.5 million domestic in week four. And let's see, do we have any foreign? $36 million, so one, over $100 million on a $13 million Telling budget. you. God, Blum, that guy. He wouldn't... gets it. Yeah, uh, you know, I wonder. I wonder if that formula works for like action movies. I think there's or comedies. I think. Well, I think it's hard for it to work for an action movie because it's just a much more expensive type of movie. Special effects. Yeah, horror is just suspense and the music. And and I think it's hard to work get it to work for comedy. I think they're trying. I think you're seeing them trying to replicate it in comedy. But I I think the problem you run into is that there's going to be no foreign market. That's oh, true. that's true. Comedy. Comedy's all American. Yeah, and so, but I think you are seeing that. I think, in some level, that's like what the big sick was last year. I think yeah, they were that's like, true. Let's throw a little bit of money at at this guy and see what he can do, and and he crushed it. But yeah, but um, well, it's also what was the uh, what was the Adam McKay one that he did not the the big short dramedy. Yeah, the big short, yeah. and then the big God. That's weird. The big short and the big sick. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But I I don't know. Like there is there. I feel like there has been this resurgence in stand-up comedy mm-hmm. like i feel like on netflix there's a oh, new yeah. one netflix oh, is yeah. your home for whenever you have a new uh a new media platform i guess that's true it's cheap comedy so cheap because they're already doing specials all right. they have to do is film it and throw it up right, there right, right. and netflix i mean they're comedy central like people yeah. aren't watching comedy central it's now you could, remember when they were like sure. a new special oh, they had yeah, yeah absolutely and when hbo first started well, that's true hbo they, was, they yeah, were yeah they were give going to comedians because it was cheap original content right. Right? all they had to do was set up a camera it's written remember a and E's evening at the improv right. they ran that 400 times a week yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> even mtv used to have the half hour comedy hour yeah. and you know i mean it was like everybody was i mean just, yeah it's yeah. A, the, i mean there's so many of them out there and like you said you just set up a camera they're acts they're touring they're doing stand-up it's written right film it put it up there you know i remember a story about evening at the improv when they first did the first episode of that show with whoever was the guest MC, a non-comedian for some reason. Yeah. And then huh. they had like five or six comedians. The audience was allowed to come in for free, like they were going to a taping of The Price is Right or something. And you don't necessarily get a comedy audience. People, right. People who aren't going to this expecting to see stand-up comedy. And so they... Can't, they they did not air that episode. Oh, they had wow. the, the same MC and the same comedians then do the show again with people who had to pay as if they were going to the improv, and people had a great time. Interesting, and it was so much better. Nice. And that was the real pilot that got the show going. Wow, wow. that yeah. makes sense. Though, like, I mean, you hear comedians complain all the time about you know the the 
the bachelorette party that got in on a coupon yeah. or like they're yeah, just sure. not there for it. And and then that, that's the ones that are talking over or yelling out. So and have yeah. you seen these Netflix things where they're doing 15 minutes with yeah. various comedians? I've yes, watched, I watched the f- which one was Rachel Feinstein on? I think that she's one of the she's ones. The, that's there. the first one. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. I, Here's my question. Is that the same audience that was brought in for a two-hour show, and they just made them all change seats for every different 15-minute set? They very well could have been. But there's no yeah. way a whole audience is paying <laughs> to go in, okay, we got a 15-minute show. It'll be $8. Come on in. Oh, they got to they gotta do 10, 15 minutes at a time. There's no way they're just in for 15. You know, they probably film a whole bunch yeah. of 15. Yeah, but if yeah. you look at the crowd, that's it's different. Yeah, like for each comedian, it's a different looking crowd. Right. So yeah, the people in the front row of one are not the front row of the next yeah, one. I, I, I think around, they go, yeah. okay, group A, yeah. you're coming over here. Group B, go over there. I, I think that show, f- for me, is problematic in that I think it shows that Netflix is strip mining comedians. And it they, could be. And they can't. Getting, you're getting a, hard, a, a tight 15. It, because you can't find enough to have an hour anymore. And oh. so now they're like, who, so they've literally, so in comedy you have an opener, a middler, and a headliner. Right. They've gobbled up all the headliners, and now they're having to go down to the middlers. Yeah. And, and a middler can't do an hour. Yeah. So they're like, well, we'll string together a bunch and do 15 minutes. And, and it's, and, and that's, troublesome because it's in they're so desperate for content that i i think they're they ran out of headlines one of the things i think they would be smart to do is amy schumer has surrounded herself with some very funny female comedians yeah so it's like it's her it's nikki glazer it's rachel feinstein ad bryant like what they could do is do like a, a blue collar comedy tour yeah and have her as the headliner and have those th- i don't know if ad bryant does stand up but i mean she's very funny um but have them you know open for her because i think i mean Nikki Glazer is a is a seasoned comic, and she's done and she, specials. She's done specials. Rachel Feinstein's in the same boat. Like they have more than ten minutes of material. Let them open for her, yeah, and you get an hour and a half. You get yeah. a, an, and a new Amy Schumer special. Having seen Amy Schumer's last special, perhaps she doesn't perform oh. that night and yeah. just have the rest of them. Yes, go. I, I would maybe have Eliza Schlesinger close. She's great. Her? She's great. Oh my god, she's amazing. And I just she's hot. Well, yes, but yes. I just watched. That's her, the important thing yeah. in comedy. <laughs> yes, I just yeah. I just watched her new special yeah, on the Netflix. El- that Elder just Millennial. She is. She's very I've, funny because Katie has seen her other special. She's like, yeah, she does a whole bunch of stuff on Netflix, and I thought it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back and watch the rest, but I'm like, where has she? The been? The problem I, with that is she's to me she's very similar to Nikki Glazer. Okay, like they have kind of a same. She has a different delivery style. Yeah, but their jokes are kind of the same, like in the same realm of stuff. Okay, but like the the four of them together would be an yeah. all-star tour like that's to me that yeah. like the four they're the top four female but they don't have to do that now the reason the blue collar comedy guys had to do a movie is because there was no netflix platform that's to true do that yeah at the time. that's true and hbo wasn't going to give them two hours right and by the way before that you had the original kings of comedy with cedric and uh bernie mac and, and bernie mac and who was the fourth one uh, oh, Steve Harvey. Yeah, Steve Harvey. Yeah. yeah. Which, was by the way, TLV? is shown every once in a while on one of the cable Still shows. funny. Oh, man. Steve Harvey's set and Cedric's set. <laughs> I don't even need to watch the other two, even though they're good. Bernie Max is still... like he's My stomach will be hurting by the time the uh, end of Steve Cedric's Har- bit. Steve Harvey has a great act. Yes, he does. So, yeah. Purge. I mean, making money, as oh, all yeah, Blue the House Purge. movies do. Uh, and so, bonus uh, 11 and 12 to Unfriended Dark Web and Sorry to Bother You, both making $1.5 million. And that is the box office. I want just. I wonder if that deal that Blumhouse had with Hardwick was in that comedy realm. 
What do you mean? Well, Hardwick had entered a deal with Blumhouse okay. where they, he was going to produce stuff. Oh. And I wonder if it was... I, I mean, I don't see Hardwick doing horror things. Yeah. I could be wrong. Cause and they've already got that. Right. They so I, I wonder it. if the Hardwick deal was kind of similar to the Blumhouse model for comedy. Yeah. I don't know. It's or for nerd stuff. Or for nerd stuff. That's true. That's I what I would have figured. Yeah, but that's true. Yeah. So. Did he get his job back? He did. He did. He did he was scared. So I, mean, I mean, a nerdist. No, he, no well, he he's, he's not been, been a nerdist. He, he's been out time. of nerdist. He for sold a while. nerdist. Oh, I he didn't know he that. jumped on what is it? ID ID Ten T is yeah. his company. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he had to deal with Blumhouse that I don't like. Then nobody ever talked about it. I don't know if Jason Blum pulled the pulled the plug on it. I'm guessing they were purposely not talking about <laughs> it recently. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, he got his. He got his. He's yeah. reinstated. So yeah, I mean they, you know they they had a third party independent you know company that deals in matters that has experience in this arena, and they investigated and they found no evidence of wrongdoing. So I mean that's wouldn't have been great if Hardwick had made a deal with Les Moonves. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, would have been bad. <laughs> there's a lot of weird stuff. Well, who was the? You know, he goes home and he goes, "Hey, I'm back in what? <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Oh, damn it! <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was... <laughs> and I was going to do a show with Louis C.K. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. That's just like left and right coming out. But yeah. I mean, at least they're cleaning up. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, unfortunately, you're cleaning up some people that don't need to be cleaned up. Oh, yeah. I mean, you I know? don't want those people cleaned up. Right. But it's just like, it's like, you know what? It's crazy. There's this many creeps out there. But, you know, get rid of them if it's, they. It's t- so like in my line of work, it's not that crazy because they're it's it's nuts. Yeah. But like to see the the spotlight be shined on them and watch them scatter like cockroaches in Hollywood like you always feel like you know old-timey Hollywood has all kinds of stories like this where women had to do certain things to get a job and it's like oh that was the 40s and 50s that's not happening anymore and then all of a sudden here come the floodgates yeah and it's like oh no it never changed right it's the exact same stuff that's the way men used to act back in the 21st century. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but at least it's not accepted anymore is the thing. Though. Correct. That's the, yes. I mean, it, it may have been going on. I mean, a lot of bad things happen in, in history, but it's like, I mean, it's crazy to that we're seeing so much of it, but I'm glad that they're getting rid of these people, right. you know, yeah. and, and things are changing. You can see, I mean, by the directors, by the casting, like you can see things are slowly changing. And, and so. the bravery of the women willing to that tell their stories yeah. finally. Yeah, absolutely. Getting, getting out in front I think as they get more traction, it gets easier. Not, I'm not to take away from it. That no, it, no, no but, but it's always hard to be the first. Sure, but yeah. it's, it's like, oh, maybe if I say this, someone will listen and believe. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, now is the yeah. time. I mean, it, and obviously you don't want false claims, but I mean, if you have a story and you're worried about saying it, like, you've got support. So yeah. it's great that they feel they can come out and not they're not going to lose their job because now people are... And then you've got the Corey Feldman where he's just like, no, donate to my thing and then I'll tell you everything. And then people donate. He's like, I need more. I feel I still I feel bad for him though because I do feel like that kid was he absolutely uh, was abused. And I messed totally up. he's just he's just not he's, right. He's gone. You know? He's yeah. It's it's sad. Drugs are a hell of a thing. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, but that <laughs> is the box office. <laughs> well, thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. So I guess that's it for this one. Let's uh, go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. I'm Paul. You can find me at HarrisOnline.com and thanks to Kevin, my trivia website HarrisChallenge.com. All right. Yeah, fifteen out of fifteen on that diehard. All okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, this is Joe. You can also follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B U T T S 21. This is Kevin. You can follow me online at Kevin R. Brackett on Twitter. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. If you want to find the show itself, you can do so on Twitter at 
Real Spoilers or on Facebook at facebook.com slash real spoilers. Don't forget our Patreon account for five bucks a month. You get all sorts of bonus content and we like you extra. So that's <laughs> at patreon.com slash real spoilers. And Joe will uh, call you and talk about pro wrestling. Yeah, dude, whatever. If you, if you want it. Or yeah. Mamma Mia. And for $6 a month, he won't. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Also true. Yeah. Please. Yeah. <laughs> up, those, uh, up those donations. Yeah, that's right. So uh, that's it for this one. Coming up on the next one, we will tackle Mission Impossible, whatever this one is subtitled. Until then, you've been warned. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.